Welcome to Lady Sculpt Lifestyle, the podcast that encourages, educates, and empowers you to elevate your life and create your dream body. And now, here is your host, Lady Sculpt's boss coach and WNBF figure pro, Lilas Leona. Hey, hey, ladies. Welcome back. All right, I'm recording this episode ahead of time, but when it actually comes out, on October 27th, I'm going to be coming back from Calgary. I am so excited to drive back from Calgary all by myself. I'll be taking a whole team on the trip with me. I'll be driving to Kelowna and then on to Calgary with a Jeep full of women. And then they're all flying home from Calgary. And I get to drive 12 hours by myself. And I've decided that I'm going to stop halfway and treat myself to a hotel room and a spa day and just give myself some self-care because 12 days full on, two competitions, five women, I'm going to need it. I'm going to need some relaxation. Do you guys do this for yourselves? Do you do this for your future self? Do you think of how busy you are coming up and then plan a self-care day? Your future self will thank you. You need to look at this. You need to do this. Look at your calendar for next month and plan something for your future self. And in a month, when you get to do that thing, when you go for that massage, when you get that facial, you'll be so grateful to your past self for planning that for you. It's a lovely feeling. All right, (laughs) let's get on with it. Okay, so today is episode number nine. It's called motivation. Now, this is a big, this is a big thing. I hear lack of motivation as an excuse a lot. So I want to read off some of the things that people tell me. And I want you to think if any of these sound familiar to you. I've lost my motivation. I just don't have any motivation. I need some motivation. Why can't I find my motivation? As if Motivation is an external thing. And when women say this to me, when my clients say this to me, when my friends, my family, whomever, they say it to me, it's factual. It's like they say, I've lost my motivation as if it's a fact. (laughs) Provable in a court of law, right? All of these things are not facts. They're thoughts in your head. So again, I'm going to repeat those four thoughts. I've lost my motivation is a thought that you have. I just don't have any motivation is a thought that you have. I need some motivation is a thought that you have. And why can't I find the motivation is a question that you're asking yourself that is not a good question to ask yourself. (laughs) We're going to talk about that one later. Okay, so when we think about these four thoughts... How do they make you feel? We're going to talk about this in a bit, but all of the thoughts we have lead us to feel a certain way. So when you think of the thought, I've lost my motivation, how does that make you feel? I feel like for me, it leaves me feeling lacking. I've lost something. I don't know where it is. I can't find it. I feel a little flustered, maybe a little disorganized. What about the thought, I just don't have any motivation. That thought makes me feel tired and unmotivated for sure. 
right? It makes me feel, again, that scarcity. I don't, I don't have any. <laughs> what about I need some motivation? That thought, again, makes me feel like I'm lacking it. I don't have any of it. And then the question, why can't I find my motivation? Makes my brain go to work at telling me all of the reasons that I have no motivation. It's not serving me in the least. So of course, I don't feel motivated if these are the thoughts that I am thinking, right? So when someone comes to me and they're like, I've lost my motivation, I'm like, that's just a thought in your head. And then they look at me like I'm crazy. But what is motivation? Let's dig into this a little bit. What is motivation? Is it something that you have or you don't have? Does it come to town and visit you and then leave? No. Motivation is an emotion, right? It's a feeling that you get in your body. It's a vibration that goes through you that is forward momenting. So every emotion that we have, every feeling that we get in our body, it has a different vibration. And some can be heavy, some can be light, some can be high frequency, some can be low frequency, some might be hot, some might be cool. Some emotions stem from our bellies, some emotions stem from our head. We're going to do an episode on emotion. (laughs) I know, where we dive deep into how to feel emotions and how to find what emotion you're feeling. But for today, I just want you to know that motivation is a feeling in your body. It's a vibration and it's forward propelling. It usually makes you want to do something. Yeah, (laughs) right. So where do our feelings come from? Do you guys remember I talked about this? I think it was back in episode one when I was telling you guys about my journey because I only learned this a handful of years ago that all of our feelings, every emotion we have, is generated by a thought in our head. So just to like really make this clear for you guys, you are responsible for 100% of your emotions and your feelings. What? I know when I learned that, I was like, no, <laughs> that's not possible. But I've studied this and practiced it and looked at every corner of this theory of thinking, you guys. And it's true. Your thoughts are purely responsible for the way you feel. So when you don't feel motivated, when you feel unmotivated or you feel tired or you feel like you're lacking motivation or deprived of it, you need to look at what your brain is telling you at the thoughts that are going through your head. And sometimes that pretty little brain of yours makes those thoughts sound very, very true and very, very concrete. But I wanna encourage you to question your beliefs, question those thoughts and ask yourself if they're serving you. Is there a better thought you could be having? I wanna tell you guys, I wanna use this opportunity, this podcast to introduce you to a concept called the model. It's a tool that I was taught by my coach, Brooke Castillo, who's the founder of the Life Coach School. The model is a self-coaching tool, and we'll go over this in more depth in the future. But basically what it is, it's five levels. So the first level is circumstances. 
The second level is thoughts. The third level is feelings. The fourth level is actions. And the fifth level is our results. So today I just want to focus on the thoughts and feelings level. But basically something happens. There's a circumstance. Someone says something to us. Maybe the circumstance is you have a 5 a.m. workout scheduled on your calendar, right? And then your thought about that workout is, I just don't have any motivation today. Of course, that thought is going to generate a feeling of unmotivated, (laughs) right? Which is going to lead you to the action of not going to the gym, going back to bed, sitting on the couch, looking at social media, doing different things, maybe eating something you shouldn't eat. And the result of that is, is you still aren't motivated. So what I want to encourage you guys to be more aware of is whenever you feel unmotivated, whenever you feel like you have lost your motivation, it has disappeared, it has walked out the door, I want you to look at what you're thinking and see if you can pinpoint the thought that is creating that unmotivated, tired feeling. Now, what I want you guys to do is we're going to go back to that question, that fourth thought. Why can't I find motivation? Why can't I be more motivated? And I want to replace it. I want you guys to try on the thought of how can I find motivation? How can I be more motivated? How can I create more motivation in my life? Let your brain go to work for you on the positive. Let your brain figure out what you can do rather than what you can't do, right? (laughs) So I want you guys to think of thoughts that generate motivation for you. I'm going to give you guys kind of an example. I wrote down some ideas that I came up with. So what I like to do is I like to think of a thought and then I sit back and I really let that thought sink in and I pay attention to my body and how it feels in my body and what the emotion that that thought generates is. So I'm going to walk you through my process to finding a motivational thought. So I started with, I can do this. I felt like that thought seemed pretty motivating, right? I can do this. And the feeling that I actually ended up really kind of resonating with is capable. That thought, I can do this, made me feel capable of doing it. Not quite motivated, but capable. So I came up with, I choose to do this. I was like, yeah, I'm choosing to do this. This is my choice. And that didn't quite hit the motivation key on the head either. That thought made me feel more empowered. I was like, I'm choosing to do this. This is not something I have to do. It's something I'm choosing to do. Really, for me, resonated with empowerment. So if you tell yourself that you have to do the workout or you have to follow the diet plan, or if you tell people that you have to (laughs) eat the the salad, right? That's going to make you feel disempowered. It's like you don't have a choice. So I'm choosing to is a really good word for empowering yourself, but it's not quite motivating. So the one I settled on, the thought that I settled on was, I want to do this. The thought I want to do this is motivating to me. 
Do you guys feel that? Now, everybody has different thoughts that create different feelings. So your motivating thoughts may be slightly different than mine, but you can borrow mine if you want to. You are totally welcome to anytime. So it may be difficult for you to go from a place of, I don't want to, I'm unmotivated, I'd rather not, to I want to do this. So I want to give you some bridging thought options. Thought bridging is something that I teach in the 16-week transformation program. It's about taking a current belief and a goal belief and putting a more neutral belief in the middle so that your brain has a chance to transition. (laughs) Does that make sense? This is one of the reasons why I think so many people struggle with affirmations or why they don't actually end up giving the result that you want from them is because to go from a place where you don't have a belief of it at all to giving yourself an affirmation of something you want to believe over and over again, sometimes it can feel like you're lying to yourself or you're being fake. And bridging beliefs is a great way to get yourself to where you want to be without feeling like you're lying your way there. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys some examples of this. So the first example is, let's say you want to work out at 5 a.m. And your current belief, your current thought is, I'm tired. (laughs) Right? You wake up at 5 a.m. and you're like, I'm tired. I don't want to. And that, of course, makes you feel unmotivated and you want to go back to bed. And your goal thought is, I want to work out, which makes you feel motivated, right? But It's really hard to go from I don't want to to I do want to and not feel like you're just (laughs) being dishonest. So I like the bridging thought and I used this thought in a couple years ago when I did my uh, when I came out of retirement and competed. I had to get up at 5 a.m. and do cardio and I did not want to. So I used this bridging thought for the whole season. You guys, I used the thought I want to be somebody who wants to get up at 5 a.m. and work out. Do you guys see that? I'm not quite committing to the I want to do this, but I want to be somebody who wants to do it. I want to be somebody who believes that I want to do it. And that thought left me feeling hopeful and determined and maybe inspired and a little bit motivated. And it was enough to get me out of bed over and over enough times for me to create a habit of getting my morning workouts in. And now it's a no-brainer. I want to get up and work out in the morning. Does that make sense? Um, Another example I want to give you guys, and this is very fitting with Halloween being just around the corner, is let's say the circumstances, you're trying to avoid the bowl of Halloween candy at the reception desk. (laughs) And the current thought is, I have no willpower. Of course, the thought I have no willpower is going to make you feel disempowered and the action that you're going to take from a disempowered place is going to be to eat the candy and you're going to prove to your pretty little brain that you have no willpower. (laughs) So the goal thought for me would be I don't want the candy. That makes me feel motivated to not have it. I don't want it. But again, it's really hard to go from I have no willpower and I want it to I don't want it. 
it feels like I'm lying to myself. So we don't want to white knuckle our way to weight loss. We don't want to white knuckle our way to competition ever. When we're white knuckling our way, it's not sustainable. It's not something that's going to last long-term. And you want to be mindful of this. Whenever you feel like you're white knuckling your way to a goal, it's a good sign that you need to slow the F down. (laughs) Do you remember that podcast? Okay, so the bridging thought here that I came up with is I don't need it. I don't need the Halloween candy. So when I see the Halloween candy and I want the Halloween candy and my brain goes, you have no willpower, I can replace that no willpower thought. I can see my brain saying that and I can be like, that's not true. I do have willpower. I do not need that Halloween candy. And all willpower is, is you managing your mind, right? If you feel like you have no willpower, it's because you are not aware yet that you have the power to choose what your thoughts are. You have the power to not believe what your brain is telling you, right? When your brain says, I want that candy bar, you can say, do you really? Do you want that candy bar more than you want to be 20 pounds lighter? Do you want that candy bar more than you want to have healthy dental work? Do you want that candy bar more than you want to fit in your size eight jeans? Do you want that candy bar more than you want to feel good about yourself the next day? When you really dig down deep, that candy bar is only going to provide you with one second of instant gratification where achieving your goal, saying no to the candy bar, realizing you don't need it and moving through that urge is going to give you so much more gratification in the long run. So really, we're just getting over that instant gratification brain, that limbic system brain, and encouraging ourselves to take action from a prefrontal cortex place. And this bridging thought, I don't need it. I love this thought because it's true, right? We may not be able to go from a place of I want it to I don't want it, but we can go to a place of, I don't need it and feel like we're being honest with ourselves. So the thought, I don't need it, makes me feel like I'm empowered. It makes me feel like I'm in control and I get to decide if I'm going to have it or if I'm not going to have it. But it's getting me closer to the place of not desiring it, not wanting it, not letting my limbic system be in charge of what I'm eating. Does that make sense? You guys, I know that for those of you who haven't followed my work for a long period of time, for those of you who are new to this podcast or just getting started, this might seem, you might be like, Lilas, my brain is way too powerful for this. I have no control. You do. And if you feel that way, I really, really, really want to encourage you to check out my 16-week transformation program coming up in January. This program is my signature weight loss program where I teach you how to manage your mind, how to take back all of your control, how to stop people-pleasing and living in a land of instant gratification. We spend 16 weeks deep diving into what you truly want, what your goals are, and how to achieve them. We use nutrition education. I teach you how to set up your own meal plans, your own protocols. I teach you how to follow them. 
I teach you how to test your body and different foods and have exception meals and date nights and social outings and alcohol without having adverse reactions to the effects of them. I teach you how to stick to the plan and come back to the plan. I teach you how to generate motivation on purpose and all feelings on purpose. I teach you how to process negative emotion in a healthy way that doesn't involve feeding your negative emotion with food. We go so deep in the 16-week program, you guys, and the next one starts in January. If you're not on the 16-week transformation wait list, you want to jump over to lilasleona.com and click on transform at the top right side of the page and get on the wait list. This is not a commitment to join the program. It just lets me know that you're interested and I'll give you a personal invite to a webinar that I'm hosting in November to tell you more about the program and teach you some of the main tools I use in that program that clients have so much success with. You also get access to an open Q&A where you can ask me anything about the program or about weight loss. All right, so get over there, get on the list. All right, you guys. So as we bring this episode to a close, I really wanna encourage you to pay attention to your thoughts, be more aware of what you are thinking when you feel lack of motivation or the desire not to do something you had planned to do, all right? And I wanna encourage you to start generating thoughts on purpose that lead you towards motivation, all right? If you're in LadySculpt 2.0, there isn't a worksheet on this topic. However, you can bring this topic to any of our live coaching calls and I will gladly coach you on motivation anytime. All right, you guys have a fantastic rest of October and I will see you in November. Bye for now. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I ask you to leave a comment. Tell me what you liked about it. Share the podcast with a friend and come back next Wednesday for a brand new episode. I'll see you then.